0: On this episode of Geek Out Loud, we're going to touch base with some people who are out at Celebration, friends of mine, friends of yours, and we're going to be talking Star Wars. It's more not at Celebration coverage on your safe place to geek out. This is the Geek Out Loud podcast.
1: Update. At celebration Update.
0: Hey everyone, Steve Glosson here. Welcome to Geek Out Loud. Still not at Celebration and uh, still hating it. I have vowed a solemn vow as the force is my witness. I will never miss celebration again. So uh definitely gonna be at Star Wars Celebration, the next one they have, which is probably next year. Thanks everyone for joining us on these multiple days this week. As we've been catching up with what's happening out at Star Wars Celebration, this is like Christmas for me. When all the stuff um, goes on there with the Star Wars Celebration and everything that happens there. And uh, if if you've been following along, I've been trying to get these things out in a timely manner and I appreciate you guys downloading it. For those of you who are out at Celebration and tweeting with the hashtag, this one's for Steve, thank you so much. I uh I really appreciate it. It's made me feel like a part of things as well as the Verizon coverage, uh the Verizon powered coverage as they're saying of Star Wars celebrations. You can watch it at starwars.com or over on the YouTube channel. Uh, it has been uh so great and as you'll hear in a conversation if you're listening to this uh in the podcast feed, you'll hear in a conversation that um that well, I you know, I some uh, if you're watching that you're actually probably more up to what's going on with things than some people who are at Celebration. Just because of the access we have, no sitting lines. I'm almost tempted to never go to Celebration again. If it weren't for the people, this is how I would do Celebration every year. I would take the time off from work and just sit around at the house and watch the footage, uh, watch the coverage, because it's been that good. And, man, can't thank StarWars.com and Verizon enough for doing what they've done with that. So uh, we do have a conversation coming up momentarily uh, that will start in progress uh, that's going to be edited in. Those of you who are listening live, you just heard it. Those of you listening via the podcast feed will hear it uh, in just a moment. But first, I want to say thanks to everyone who uses the Amazon links at Geek Out Podcast and geekoutonline.com to do your Amazon shopping. Every little bit helps. you. There's no hidden fees, no cost to you all you have to do instead of going to amazon go to geekoutpodcast.com or geekoutonline.com and use the links at those pages to get to amazon and then shop as you normally would and when you do that it helps out the shows and the sites tremendously and for those of you who support us directly at patreon.com slash geek loud thank you so much you guys are patient you're great and um it means the world to me that you do this, especially those of you who are waiting on, on the exclusive T-shirts to come. I know that the mailing has tapered off, and that's all on me, guys. i got get I got to get a personal assistant in my life, um, and I'm sorry for being a sorry slacker. Uh, I promise we'll be getting those out. They're sitting here in the room. They're printed. They're ready to mail out to you. It's just a matter of sitting down, addressing envelopes, stuffing them in envelopes, and, and mailing them out. Uh, with someone like Jimmy in Georgia, I should just drive to Valdosta and and put it to you, put it in your hands personally. Uh, because Jimmy has done it. Jimmy's one of these people, guys, here's the thing, there are people who have gone above and beyond for these shows for years and years. And I just want to give a shout out to Jimmy in Georgia because he's one of the people who have for years and years with the big honkin' show and beyond just going above and beyond with his support and help and doing stuff and making things and being creative for the shows. And, um, and, and there's no reason that I, I. I Confession time with Steve. Maybe it's because it's late at night. Maybe it's because I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Maybe it's because I'm sentimental after talking to my long lost friends who are out at Star Wars Celebration without me. But there's no reason someone like Jimmy and Georgia should have to wait on shirts. And so it's on me. And I apologize, but we'll be getting those out. Uh, very quickly, and you—if you want to support—if you want to wait on a T-shirt <laughs> and uh, support us directly at Patreon.com/slash/Geekoutloud, you can do so. Our featured supporter for this episode is Grant in Maryland. Grant can turn his body into the hardest of stone and uses his invincibility and great strength to fight crime. Grant in Maryland, keeping Maryland safe. He's our Patreon supporter, our featured supporter for this episode. We're gonna do things a little differently. Right now, we're going to go to a conversation I had with um, <clears throat> with with Michael Cohen, with Bethany Blanton, Riley Blanton, Carl of Know What I'm Saying, Jason of the Wampus Lair, Kyle Bach, and others. Uh, we're gonna to go to a conversation we had with them from Star Wars Celebration. We joined this conversation already in progress. Yeah, how was that?
2: That was oh, good. It was, was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really amazing. I, I really like David really did a good job of slicing together what you'd already heard in audio, but really drumming it up and highly producing it. So nice. it was just like a super high quality showmanship version of, of what you would expect to hear on Star Wars Oxygen. That was really cool. Um,
3: we did the Radio 1138 show with Mark Newbold and the okay, guys at 39 yeah. News. Yeah.
2: yeah. How, now, how was their
0: room? Was the room pretty packed out for them?
3: Not as much about, so. Yeah,
2: about but, half full for that one. So I'm telling you, man, Aaron and Teresa are killing it. So far, Like I, I haven't really kept tabs fully, but I'm wondering, surely at the end of it, there's going to be like, a count of what the most successful podcasts are. It'll be interesting to see. But, man, I'll tell you what, there's a whole institution that has now started Star Wars podcast. There's a reason yeah. there's the States there.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, I, I was telling Jimmy uh, off-air the other day after I had done Rebel Force Radio with him, I was telling him, I'm like, if I were going... I don't know that I would try to get any guests for Geek Out Loud, um, but rather I would just end up doing my own stage show for an hour, the Geek Out Loud stage show, and just having a blast. And then whoever, like if there were friends or something that wanted to come, we'd do it, you know, I'd let them come on and have a good time. But I feel like a lot of these people have worked so hard to get guests on stage with them, they're missing an opportunity to really promote themselves. And um, um. You know, because everything I'm hearing about is like, we got so-and-so coming, we got so-and-so coming. I'm like, but this is your opportunity to be just you out there in front of everybody, you know? And <clears throat> I don't know. That's just my take on it. But it seems like everything's going well with the podcast. They like they even went uh, yesterday on the Celebration coverage. They were outside and they were talking to a lot of different podcasters, you know, about what their podcast was and, you know, what time their show was and that sort of you thing. Like on the Verizon thing? Yeah, yeah.
2: I should have been there. Yeah, well
0: are you but no they were talking like people who actually are gonna be on the stage on the podcast stage. So the Skywalking Through Neverland guys were on there.
2: Yeah. And
0: they actually did the best job of promoting themselves. Which isn't surprising. I mean they're they're very uh they're they're very uh well spoken and and articulate. So I wanna have a conversation about this lightsaber. Kylo Ren's lightsaber.
2: The crooked saber. Is it crooked? slightly okay would argue with me though
0: okay i'm looking at a picture right now i've seen several pictures of it some great photographs this actual picture i'm looking at right now was in my email from travis fishburn who also helped me out on the tops trader app uh he went and got this got me the special uh code so i could get the the free card i need everyone gathered around for this conversation please it's seen this lightsaber
4: I'm i'm here i'm just slightly off camera
0: okay good um First off, does this lightsaber resemble any lightsaber we've seen before? I've I've had someone ask me, "There's no way it is," but someone thought it may be Vader's saber uh, reworked. And I said, "But Vader's saber is blown up." Am I wrong in saying Vader's saber is blown up? First and foremost, I don't believe
5: you.
4: No, unless Luke. Took it with him off the Death Star and we just didn't see it. It didn't fall but, down that,
0: but I thought it fell down that reactor shaft. It,
4: it probably did. Yeah, when Luke cuts his hand off and it's like right at the railing, yeah, the lightsaber right. probably just fell down there.
0: Okay, so but, this.
4: But we do know from the trailer that luke's lightsaber that was formerly anakin's lightsaber that fell down into the bottom of cloud city is somehow in this movie unless somebody made a perfect re- replica of it or something yeah oh, so, they, th-
0: yeah, they uh, that's,
4: put too much stock in stuff being completely sure. gone because it falls into a pit yeah well
0: then then back to my original question because you guys know a lot of times more about designs and stuff than i do is any part of this does it look like it's someone else's lightsaber maybe that
2: that this cat has found and this is the thing with that saber. Having seen it up close and now gone through the exhibit twice, it is um, so cobbled together mm-hmm. in an amazing way. Like there's a red, there's red wiring on the outside. Yeah, of it. I'm looking. Well, see, I'm looking right now at that
0: yeah. wire that goes. It, it's like it's some kind of special grounding wire or something. Yeah. That he's yeah. got on it's, there.
4: It's either like scavenged and pieced together, or it's just really old and mm-hmm. busted and yeah. you know, barely holding together. I think so. scavenger. Yeah, but yeah. going into
2: spoilers, I do think that that's something that, you know, someone had to really work hard to cobble together. The yeah.
0: the piece, the, the part of it that is, is cut open, you guys that have seen it up close, does it look like it's blown out, or does it look like it was cut away?
4: I think it kind of looks like it was cut, maybe. Like, I could definitely see something where it was maybe in a lightsaber duel, and somebody, you know, the, the opponent got a little piece of the hilt with their other saber. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering that, and I'm also wondering, like someone had even
0: had postulated to me that maybe when they tried to cobble this thing together and fire it up, that maybe it blew up, that it blew yeah. out, and so there, there, and so that's why I'm asking: Does it look that's like
2: it could? Yeah, I mean, I would certainly wouldn't rule it out because I'm I'm speaking purely from memory here, but uh, but yeah. I'm, Oh, here we go. There we go. We're gonna we're gonna take a look. We got our own
4: self confidence. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. And I think the the bottom part, kind of the grip area, does look like it could possibly be some reused part of Vader's. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't th- I don't think it's close enough to be able to tell for certain, but I it, do it's think just
2: slightly different.
4: Yeah. C- yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's different enough that you can't say it definitely is, but right. it's close enough that you still think it might be. It's yeah. it's got
0: those raised ridges that that yeah. uh, down there at the bottom of the is it the pommel is that the right terminology for it? Yeah, um, look at me using fancy words. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> it it looks amazing. Those the little holes that the crossbar comes out it looks smaller to me than I would have thought they would be.
2: Yeah, um, no, it was. It's about the size of a penny or so. Yeah.
0: And so I, I I'm fascinated that from the angles you were able to see it at Riley, you say it looks a little crooked. Do you mean it? it, it is it crooked at the joint there? Like there seems to be like two cylinders coming together at the joint just below yes. where it's blown out, just so,
2: above the center of the what would be the saber, right? Um, <laughs> let's see if this works. Right here. Okay. Yeah, right there. Yeah, where it, um, it was a great podcast stop. Hey, let uh, me
0: <laughs> l- wait a minute. Let me see that picture again.
2: Sure thing. I zoom in a little bit. There we are.
0: Okay, hold on. Let me pull up the big version of you real quick. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: <clears throat> go. Okay. Yeah. 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 From this angle, particularly. Yeah, I can
0: it, definitely see it. From, it's like when you go to screw something in to something else, and you and it and it threads the wrong way.
2: Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly
0: what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. Now, Daniel and Andy, my good friend Daniel and Andy, has said uh, it's a faucet key.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you.
5: Um,
2: so I'll tell you what, man. It's it's hard to believe this is only halfway through. Uh, tomorrow's is Rebels Day, so we'll oh all my find gosh, out. yes. Bless, bless you. Bless you.
0: Jakut. Jakku. Um, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of Jakku. Now, hey, speaking of Rebels, I got texted a piece of promotional art. I guess today.
4: Okay. Um, oh, was it the one with Vader and Ahsoka? Yes. Yeah, they, apparently they were handing those posters out first thing in the morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, is, what is this? What is this? For, bring me Steve. Bring me the Steve. A- <laughs> Wait,
1: <laughs> we're going to talk about Rebels. We're going to talk about Rebels. Hey,
0: <laughs> Michael Cohen. I love your Ahsoka Live shirt, by the way.
1: Thank you. I, oh, do we not? We don't know Crystal's password. Uh, I don't know Crystal's it's password.
0: Not, it's not God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> so we do know that much. Uh, I'm going to text this picture to Riley. Um I uh, apparently you guys have seen it, but just to make sure.
4: Yeah, they were giving those away today and Dave Filoni was signing them, but it was like first thing in the morning, so nobody got one.
0: It is Ahsoka with her two lightsaber blades uh facing off, literally seems to be facing off against Darth Vader. Okay. So that is that is the artwork. That is yeah. the image.
2: Yeah. Wait for, uh, Which I think is gonna
4: happen in the season premiere, but nobody else will leave.
0: That's that's my question, Kyle. Is this something we're going to see? This is, this is what you miss when you're actually at Star Wars. See, I haven't seen this
2: yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you miss when you're
1: at Celebration.
0: Well, welcome to not at Celebration coverage, ladies and gentlemen. Matt,
1: Matt and I have been in oh, Rebels okay. panels or and looking for Rebels that. stuff. Oh, you saw it? Okay, I, yeah. I have not. This is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. It's
3: yeah, amazing. that's
1: incredible. Uh, I hey. think that this is more of a tonal piece for this season. Yeah. I don't yeah. know that they're gonna like. I, they if, put some sparks
2: there,
1: though. By the way, you're gonna you're gonna you know peak too quick if you uh, if you jump right into Vader and Ahsoka at the beginning of the season. It's that's got to build up, just like we had to build up in season one to I, Vader and Ahsoka in the first place.
0: Okay, right? I I agree with you on one hand.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: On the other hand, I see what they've done with say I don't know the flash on the CW, and they've gone what would normally take five seasons to get to some points they've gone to in one season. It seems like TV in general is going to a faster style of storytelling.
1: Faster, more intense, I guess.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good way to say it. And so
4: I just... I'm surprised at this point. (laughs) insane. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a great piece
0: of art, yeah.
4: I'm going to have to track that down. But, you know, Steve, my prediction here, though, is that this is going to be like the... The Qui-Gon and Dark Maul fight in the desert in the middle of Phantom Menace. Like, it's just going to be a quick thing where nobody dies, nothing's really resolved, they go their separate ways, and then the rest of the season is going to be like this burning fuse till when they meet up again and have the big epic confrontation.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I, see, I don't know, Michael, you, and you don't think that's the case at all?
1: I don't think so because I think that I, I and I, I've said this on Rebels, that I, that the they, 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 they Confrontation between Ahsoka and Anakin is is a huge moment for the entire saga because, mm-hmm. as far as we know right now, Ahsoka has no idea that that Vader is Anakin.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: No, we have no reason to believe that she would have that information. But uh, now, and, let me ask and, you this.
0: Let me ask you this. The moment they come into each other's presence, she knows. Agreed.
1: Uh oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll she'll sense it immediately. Like she'll sense that that. That piece of him. And I think the bigger thing is that uh, at this point in the series, or at this point in the saga, I should say, Anakin, Vader, thinks that he's lost everything. He's lost Ahsoka, he's lost Padme, he's lost uh, his children, or child, he's lost Obi-Wan, like he's lost everything, right? That's sort of what happens in Revenge of the Sith. The only person he thinks he has left is the Emperor, and that's why he's so tied to that character. That's why they're they're so like, inextricably linked because yes. he is convinced that the only person left in his life that cares about him... I mean, he lost his mother. Like It's just it's just him and, and, and Papa Palpatine. It's just the two of them, right? Go
0: for Papa Palpatine.
1: Exactly.
5: So the moment
1: that he sees Ahsoka, I think that'll be the first crack in the armor, uh, it, figuratively, if not literally, that, uh, that we'll start to see Anakin... Shine through again, because all of a sudden he'll realize that there's still something out there. There's still someone out there. Yeah. But I, but who knows how long that'll last.
0: Well, that's the thing. Is like, is he at this point so far gone that he doesn't hesitate and shows no mercy? You know, is is he gonna be that? Is he gonna be that far gone? Or as our good friend Daniel and in Indy ask, does the emperor kill her?
1: Well, that's the sort of thing that the emperor would uh, would get off his uh, royal throne to do, wouldn't he? Uh,
0: yes, yes, I mean, indeed. You do you
3: remember like Maul and the Emperor and uh, that
0: whole? Oh, arc. whoa! Now hold on! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, Bethany. Yes, my dear, yes. my my dear dear friend, are you calling a Darth Maul appearance in season two of Star Wars Rebels?
3: I honestly don't know. Like that, that would be.
0: Man up, Bethany. Make
1: the call.
3: Well, just because I'm trying to think of if Dave would do that or not.
1: Mm. I think it all depends on how noxious Sam Witwer
3: is. I do do think that Ahsoka will be in Rebels Season 2, and I I do think that her character will show up somewhat prominently.
0: Well, now, let me ask you guys this. Did anyone make it to the costume contest today? no No. oh it was it was so good there was a great (laughs) i did i made it guys uh (laughs) there was a moment when a kid came out dressed as the bionic darth maul uh he was a 12 year old kid looked great it was a cool costume and everything and dave filoni said yeah yeah i know you want to be in rebels now and so i don't i don't know i feel like I feel like that we may very well see Darth Maul in an Inquisitor-type role this That's season. Cool.
3: That, would be, that would be
0: awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah. So... I, I, I hate to entirely redirect, but I do want to go back to something. Have you seen Kylo Ren...
5: Right. Oh, darn right. it,
3: sink. What is the name? I'm so tired. Kylo right. Ren. Right. Thank right. You. Right. Have you. I keep oh, thinking goodness. of you, Kyle, slamming your chair and know. I'm just confusing. <laughs> uh have you seen the back of Rey's costume from the Force Awakens exhibit?
0: I don't think so.
3: Okay, so she has this staff. Yeah. That's yeah. on her back. Tell me when to stop because I can't see the computer screen. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Stop. Okay. Holy cow! That's that, Darth that Maul's lightsaber. Like
3: the lightsaber hilt.
2: Credit to one of my friends, uh, yes. Steven, who noticed that. Yes, that's have, like the Darth Maul one. That
0: looks like Darth Maul's lightsaber hilt on that's one right. end. Uh-huh. And,
3: like
4: it. Oh, yeah. it looks like a shortened version of Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's what I just said.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's yeah, that is what it
0: is. On one end. Can you text me that picture, Bethany? Um here text it to
3: it. me. <laughs> yes.
2: Okay, thank you. My, my friend Steven noticed it. He pointed it out.
0: That's awesome. That looks amazing. Um, by the way, props to our friend Geek underscore K on Twitter, uh, from Fangirl Blog. She's been cosplaying as Ray. And uh, and she's like one of the only Force Awakens cosplayers. Well, hello, Crystal.
5: Hey,
6: man. How are I you? Know
0: <laughs> so anyhow, so yeah, now I'm just looking in the kitchen, and there's Riley back. Yeah,
2: so, we've got a, an Uber about to pick us up. We're going to, Bethany and I are going to go to the uh, 501st party for a Oh, nice,
0: nice, nice. Well, <laughs> hey, uh, guys, I miss every single one of you and wish I was out there in the worst way. Uh, I have vowed I will never miss another Star Wars celebration again.
5: Good.
1: So oh, you just need to understand point. that. By the, way, by the way, it's probably going to be next year
4: from uh, kind of a tease we got from yeah, Kathleen oh, yeah. Kennedy. She, she yeah. kind of let it slip. She, uh, yeah. I think she was talking about Harrison Ford and how he was upset that he couldn't be here. And she said oh,
0: maybe next year. Yeah, exactly. I heard her. Yeah, I was watching the panel. I was Guys, BB-8, I, that's all I'm going to say. My new favorite Star Wars thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. eight. you
4: and Mike both, he was freaking out. Mike and I nearly passed I'm
0: out, from out. <laughs> Dude, I felt like a child when that thing came onto the stage. I was just like I, I, like, I don't even know this character, but I was squealing like a little girl while I was watching. I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, my gosh, look at him. He's the best. So I was totally about it. But I do, I miss every, even you, Jason, I miss and, <laughs> and wish I was there. Um, really quickly before you go I am looking at this yeah the bottom of it definitely looks like Darth Maul's hilt I'm telling you um yeah wow that that could be a lightsaber hilt and she not even
2: that um, concept art piece where the the actual concept art attached to Finn's costume you saw the you know Anakin Skywalker uh, lightsaber
0: right well I tell you what
2: concept art yeah, it was on the concept art, not the costume. See, the first time I didn't even see it I on the get, And I've got a picture of that, too. I just haven't looked
4: closely at my pictures
0: What if at one point Ray just flips this on and that whole metal part at the end just explodes with a lightsaber coming out of it?
4: How cool would that be? That'd, That'd be, be awesome. That,
0: that would just, be awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for doing this. It's so good to talk to you. I don't know when I'll be around tomorrow night, but I say let's just do it again tomorrow night after you guys have watched Rebels and, and uh, the season premiere. See you guys. Have a great night. Thanks for calling me. I love you guys so much. Carl, hi Steve. I love you too, Carl. We'll see you guys. (laughs) And we want to thank Michael Cohen, Crystal Cohen. Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, Kyle Baca, or also now known as Kylo Slim, uh, Bethany Blanton, Riley Blanton, all the great friends at Star Wars Celebration, hanging out out there. I mean it honestly. I miss being able to be with those guys. Miss To you guys specifically, I've already said it, miss you, love you, and can't wait until we're together again. Now, let's jump into... You won't believe it, even though we've been doing this every day... We've still got them. Let's jump into some emails.
3: Wait. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Hey 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 hey, Mr. yeah. please, Mr.
5: Folk?
0: Well, I've already mentioned it once already, but Travis Fishburns at Celebration Anaheim and hashtag. This one's for Steve. He stopped by the Tops booth today and uh, put my name in to get two exclusive packs uh, in the Topps Trader Card app, and I got the celebrating uh, characters, some of them, them. and uh, so thank you so much, Travis. He also sent along some pictures from that Force Awakens exhibit, a great close-up shot of Kylo Ren. One of the cool things about this, and I don't, kind of cool things is, some of these characters look very post, post-apocalyptic, you know this is very much a war-torn galaxy in which we're going to be entering, it seems like, for the most part uh, everything we've seen really kind of plays off of uh, from from episode 7, seems like seems like it's just playing off of man, just, the the war has messed up this, this galaxy, so um, <clears throat> so, yeah so I just want to say thanks to uh to travis for doing that and for sending the pictures along they look great sir and especially that picture of kylo ren's lightsaber which has given me a lot to think about and a lot a lot a lot uh to talk about phil martin chimed in he said steve i heard tons of analysis in the last 24 hours about luke's voice over in the trailer i don't think this is new dialogue to me it sounds word for word just like it was taken straight from luke's conversation with leia on the moon of endor. Now, I should have prepared better than what I did to uh to do this. So, if everyone will bear with me. Um we're going to try and uh pull up said dialogue from Return of the Jedi. I don't know <clears throat> how hard it's going to be to do so. I'm going to try to vamp. Uh and we're also we're going to I tell you what we'll do first is we'll listen to the trailer. And uh, once we've listened to said trailer, um, we will uh, we'll go back and listen to the dialogue from Jedi. Here we go. says there and and the thing is is the tacking on of you have that power too it rolls right along with all the rest of the dialogue so here we go we're going to try to pick this up in uh, Jedi where Luke talks to Leia I have to face him why
5: he's my father
4: There's more. It won't be easy for you to hear it, but you must. If I don't make it back, you're the only hope for the
7: Alliance. Luke, don't talk that way. You have a power I, I don't understand and could never have. Alright, here it comes. You're wrong, Leia. You have that power, too. In time, you'll learn to use it as I have. The
1: force is strong in
4: my family. My father has I have
2: it and my sister has
0: it all right, do you hear the way he paused with my sister has it? see he says you have that power too before he begins that, but the but the delivery of my sister has it it's just different it it is it it sounds different. Let me go to the chat here um magic Johnson has it uh. You know um I, I think that um, same dialogue, but a different take. Now, let's go back and, and try this one more one more again. The key, I think, is the my sister line. Force is strong in my family. All right, did you hear that. And he's my father. Let me get to the right time stamp here. Your father. Oh, she looks
4: disgusted when she says There's that. There's more. It won't be easy for you to hear it, but you must. If I don't make it back, you're the only hope for them. I'm soaring,
0: guys. Don't I'm talk doing this way. on the fly. I apologize for you the lack of time cues. You have a
7: power I don't understand and could never have.
4: You're wrong,
0: Leia. Okay.
4: You have that power,
0: too. There you go. There's With that. Time,
5: you'll learn to use it as I have.
0: Okay. All right, I'm going to pause it right there. And I'm going to come back here. To this.
1: The force is strong in my family.
0: All right, there's that. The
1: force is strong in my
0: family. Ooh. Guys, I may be... I may right now be hoisted on my own petard. May be, hoisted on my own petard. Uh, because that was that was quite the closeness, guys. That was quite close. Um, here we go. Let's try this now. My father has it. Okay, my father has it. Father has it. No, see that was totally different. That was different, guys. That was that was a different take there. I, if it wasn't, it's not. It's not recycled dialogue from Jedi. I can tell you that. <laughs> Sorry. I have it. All right, there's the I have it. Let's hear this one. I have it. Yeah, it could be. That's similar. That's similar. But listen to this. My sister has it. All right. Here we go. My sister has it. Oh. Mm. Now I'm confused. Now I am torn. I thought today we saw... I I thought we saw... Someone reached out to me and said we saw where Hamill had recorded that for the trailer or it was part of the movie or some such. Guys, it could be, it very well could be just recycled. I don't know. Now I'm confused. I'm going to have to do some more. I'm going to have to pull because they're off doing their backstage, behind the scenes stage duties at celebration. I'm going to pull a rebel force radio. I'm going to rip them off. I'm going to go into the geek out loud sound labs. Yo, Boom. And I'll do some comparisons. We'll try to get that done for you before the weekend's out. If we don't hear any news uh one way or the other, I'm gonna do an overlay. I'm gonna lay these things together. Uh we'll try to get out to you before the weekend's out. Tomorrow's gonna be very busy for me. I don't even know if we'll get a get uh get something out to you tomorrow, but Sunday night definitely uh at the latest. We'll have we'll 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 have gotten into the sound labs by then uh to to do that. So <clears throat> But hey uh, Phil, I dismissed you immediately, but I don't think you're going crazy. I think it's very close, but we're going to have to do some very uh, tight comparisons. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a voicemail from Dylan Newhouse. Hey, Steve. This hey is Dylan, Dylan in hey Texas. Dylan. Hey,
7: Dylan. Uh, last couple shows that you've done with the Not at Celebration coverage have yes. been so fun. Well, thank you. I'm uh, glad. I've been part of a group of friends before that I could hang out, geek out with, but that's not the case right now. So oh, I'm the sorry. The uh, kind of a new, welcoming place to share my passion for all this stuff, so Good. thanks for that. I'm glad we could be there for I you, work buddy. at a place where I was going to be able to stream the whole opening panel, the, the Force Awakens panel from yeah. Celebration. How'd that go? Uh, had it ready to go, Yes. and yes. the internet just goes out. Oh, you got to be so kidding me! the AT&T guy in panic. I'm anxiously watching him work on like, the box or whatever outside. <laughs> it <laughs> takes box, a while. Yeah. He fixes it, yes, and no kidding, Just the in time. first thing I see is Han and Chewie on the Falcon, and the soon-to-be legendary line, Chewie, we're home. Ye- that's enough, that's all you uh, need. Of course, I watched the whole trailer right after uh, that, uh, of but course let me tell did. you, that moment alone yes. was enough to make me feel the kind of nostalgia... And joy that I haven't felt in a long time A long time I got home last night, found a YouTube replay mm-hmm. of the whole opening panel And yes. watched it with my beautiful wife, Jenny Hi, mm-hmm. oh, hey, Jenny She's not as hardcore a Star Wars fan as I am But it still led to one of those great conversations that everybody's having right now about the saga And our jaw was on the floor when BB-8 rolled out Yes A couple more trailer thoughts Jakku Dollars to Donuts, we see the battle in which that Star Destroyer and X-Wing crash to the surface in the Journey to the Force Awakens publication, We have in the I Aftermath have, novel or the Marvel yeah. stuff. We've got
0: some information about that from today. The
7: shot of the hooded Luke reaching up to R2, that screamed flashback to me, which aligns with some of the rumors that we've heard. Mm. I agree with you that the man holding Vader's mask, the artifact collector, is not Kylo Ren. My money is on the big bad guy that Andy Serkis is playing. Has or been maybe awakening. on Luke himself. Also, what's uh, what's this about the First Order and the Resistance? yeah new names for the Empire and Alliance. Yeah. A lot to speculate on there. The Third Reich comes to mind from history as far as the name uh, uh-huh. of the First Order. I just hope the Resistance is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, it has a bunch of star systems on their side so that the victory at Endor isn't undermined. Lastly, I feel bad for Zack Snyder and Warner Brothers last night. I mean, the elite, low-quality Batman versus Superman trailer oh, man. in the middle of all the Star Wars mania. That would have been the news of the day any other day. No, yes. That's a whole yeah. other voicemail. Indeed. But can Indeed. I ask, what the heck was up with Affleck's voice in that trailer? Kind of the RoboCop yeah. manipulated thing? I was not doing that. That's good. Anyway, I love the thanks, RoboCop. Steve. Talk to you later.
0: Thank you, Dylan. I love the RoboCop there. Y'all, it is funny that that this has gone down with the uh, Batman v Superman trailer. Derek Russell, my partner over at Starkville Labs in round three, um, is, he's all over this thing. He's been tweeting stuff. He was sending me theories about this Batman v Superman trailer. And y'all, I'm not trying to be hateful. I'm not trying to be rude. It is completely your safe place to geek out on this trailer. If, if you want to email in about that trailer and talk about that trailer, that's great. Understand that it's going to be a bit before I'm excited about it. If I do get excited about it at all, the timing's just all off. Don't try to shove this thing on me while I'm on a Star Wars high. And that's really, I know that's what it comes down to. This trailer could be epic. This little teaser thing. And I've seen the, the clean version. Warner Brothers went ahead and pushed it on out there for us. I just, I don't know. I just, it doesn't do anything for me. And I'm going to tell you straight up, uh, with, um, I, I don't want to be hateful. I'm not trying to, um, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm really not. But, um, I just, it doesn't do anything for me. Just doesn't do anything for me. Um, This was a better trailer today to me than what we saw. This is the Battlefront trailer, and you've really got to see it to believe it. switch to a hot scene. Now we're it looks like the Tatooine. There's Boba Fett. TIE Fighter hanger. Flying out into somewhere else. Looks like looks like it could be Moose Far. Guys, this thing is almost photorealistic. Um, the trailer is basically showing off what in, what what the engine can do and, and it's uh, primarily a PlayStation 4 trailer. Um, <clears throat> really good stuff. Um, and I... Look... I'm not even a gamer anymore. I, I don't consider myself a video gamer. I, lo- I liked the Battlefront games. I wasn't very good at them. But this could pull me back in. And also, they announced today... That this is going to be released November 17th. Uh, about a month before... Uh, the force awakens and there's just it, it's primarily original trilogy stuff but they said that if you own the game on December 8th if you own the game there's free downloadable content uh just for having the game that will be called the battle of jakku which uh is um the uh w- which rolls into episode 7 so um yeah you know it just it it looks amazing, and and quite frankly, it looks better than that Batman v Superman trailer. And I don't look, I don't want to, I don't want I don't want to dump on it right now. You know, I, I, it's not. I need to watch it when I'm not on a Star Wars high. I need to watch it when I can give it a fair shake because I admit that I'm not giving it a fair shake on this day. Um, I, I just can't. Uh, you know, it, there's nothing that's going to get me pumped up as much as what we've seen out of Star Wars today and yesterday. And so let me get let me get through this weekend, and let me get in the middle of the next week. Let's get to goal next week, and then let's talk about it. Um, because I have a lot of issues with some things I've seen in it, and and I'm going to need Derek to talk me off the ledge. So, <laughs> um, so. Uh, is there shaky cam? Who knows? It didn't seem to be shaky cam in the Man of Steel trailers. But it was all in the Man of Steel movie. So I'm not, I'm honestly not hating. I'm not trying to bring hate. And that's why I don't want to talk about it. Because if I talk about it now, I'm talking about it in the mindset that I'm in with Star Wars and how much this did not impress me. So so rather than being able to be positive or, or be fair about what i'm seeing i won't be and that's why i'm holding off on saying anything about it you see what i'm saying so i'm not i'm not bringing hate and i'm not and i refuse to bring hate so daredevil was a little shaky cam all right here we go look let's talk shaky cam for just a second then we're going to get back to star wars all right but let's talk shaky cam just a second the handheld camera is a fine way to do things to give it kind of a more realistic feel, to give it a gritty feel, that sort of thing. Watch Daredevil, and in the scenes where there's just conversation being had, where they're sitting in the office at a table, guess what's not happened? The camera's not shaking all around like someone with Parkinson's holding on to it. All right? In The Man of Steel, when they're just standing there talking, and and all the cameraman has to do is just stand there and hold the camera, there's movement, there's shakes around it. And so I think what they did is digitally add shakes. I think they did, and I don't mean good milkshakes from McDonald's. I mean like shakiness to the camera. I think they went in and shook the shook the scene about in the editing room. And so, uh, so I don't have a problem with the handheld camera way of filming. That's not my issue. Uh, I do have a, my issue is the overuse of that and they did that with Man of Steel. I'm sorry if I noticed it out of the gate, they did it too much. So, having said that, I know Daredevil has it. Uh, there's a lot of shows that I enjoy that have it. I was doing some rewatching of 24 this past week or two, and they use the handheld camera. But in scenes where people are just stand there talking, guess what? The camera's just standing there. It's not moving all around. That's my point. All right? <clears throat> so, Anyhow. (sighs) Moving on. Uh, Dave stepped out of the quiet corner. Dave in the quiet corner stepped out and said, I guess I'll have to purchase the Revenge of the Sith digital version to see you in the special feature section. You said you were trying to grow your hair out at the time? I'm picturing a mullet. It's not a mullet, Dave. Not a mullet. It's just shaggy hair. That's all there is to it. Shaggy, shaggy hair. Uh, Jimmy Tucker has... Kept me from having to go into the uh, sound labs. Here's a voiceover comparison. This is what
1: voice is strong in my family. family. My, my father, father has it. it. I have it.
4: My sister has it. You have that power too. Now they
0: say that answers that question, doesn't it? I don't know the overlay there's 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 some echo uh there, which means if you're hearing that kind of either they didn't overlay it perfectly or it's a little bit tonally off, which means they could have done something with the levels and that sort of thing, but if it were the exact same thing, it would sound perfect like it's just one voice coming through. do you see what I'm saying? Like if I take my voice right now and record myself saying, uh, "May the force be if I go, "May the force be with you," and I take that recording and I just overlay it on itself, all that's going to happen is it's going to get louder. Um, it's not going to it's not going to sound like there are two voices there unless I just put myself unless I take that recording and offset it slightly from the rest of the recording. And then I can sound like a bunch of people. And that's how you do that a lot of times. Or if I take and pitch up my voice or pitch down my voice just a little bit in each different time I overlay it, then it's going to sound like different people are in there. But if I just, if it's the exact same thing and I say, may the force be with you, you're not going to know if I overlay myself three or four times. If I overlay myself perfectly. So, um, but it's close and it very well could be the same thing. So I'm hoisted right now. I'll consider myself hoisted on my own petard. I'll consider myself hoisted on my own petard. So there you go. Um, Thanks, Jimmy and Georgia, for finding that on YouTube and getting it to us. As always, the long-distance producer and content provider of The Big Honkin' Show. And now, Geek Out Loud. (laughs) So thank you, Jimmy uh for that and uh so yeah man that's what's going on in our not at celebration coverage right now tonight the 501st bash is going on out there um so a lot of people having some fun tomorrow at star wars celebration is rebels day that's going to be something they don't stream live hopefully we'll get a, a um an air date for season two of star wars rebels And as you know, with Star Wars Rebels will come uh, Rebel Yell. And I look forward to getting back into that with everybody. Um, I wonder if anyone else is around that we can uh, speak to from out there at the moment. Let's find out. Let's find out what's going on. Can you talk for a moment? I want to say a big thank you to eric shauna my brother from another mother he has really spearheaded this hashtag this one's for steve uh movement on twitter and really appreciate uh him doing that it's, it's made me feel welcome um 1205 uh in the e in the p in the a.m here on the east coast um I, hold on a second, I am calling you from Skype on your number. Okay. Do... Well, now I'm confused. All right, we'll just do this. We're going to call up a good friend of ours, good friend of the show, uh, one of my fellow co-hosts. Wait a minute, what just happened? Not that guy, not him, not yet. Um, I I pressed the wrong button. Sorry, Daniel and Indy. Uh, Let's got to do this. Here we go. It's ringing. I get nervous when it rings, guys. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. If you hello? like it, hello. You... Hello, Teresa. You're live at mixer.com/slash-golaverse.
6: Well, you are live in Disneyland.
0: I hear you. Hey, Hang, yeah. hanging out. in... I di- tried
6: to find Goofy for you. I tried, but I couldn't find him. I found Mickey and Pluto though.
0: Nice. I saw your picture with Pluto on the Instagram. Yeah, we were playing chase. Who are you there with?
6: Um, it is me and Aaron.
0: All right. Good times. Good, good yep, times. We are
6: having fun. Hey, so con- exciting.
0: congratulations on a packed house at the Star Wars Bookworms panel today.
6: I know. It was really crazy. We got there, and there was already a line. And it was going around the corner and down the wall, probably about 120 plus people deep. And we just looked at each other and went, Are you serious? <laughs> so, um, we were pretty stoked about it, and it was completely full, and it was overwhelming, honestly.
0: Good, good. Well, did it go well? I, I guess you had Drew Carpition with you guys?
6: We did, and then Daniel Wallace actually showed up to our panel. We had talked to him earlier, and he said he might be able to make it, and he was just planning to come and listen, and I said, you know what? Show change. Let's bring him up. And so, he came up on the stage. Talk about um, Ultimate Star Wars. And so we had two of them up there for a while. And it was really good. And um, they're two of my favorite Star Wars authors. So I was geeking out pretty hard. Yes. Like,
0: really hard. <laughs> and speaking of geeking out, you had a hype man down on the floor wearing his Geek Out Loud t-shirt.
6: <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Riley was, um, he was spectacular today. That's the only word I can use to describe him. He got all of our audio... Um, queued up and he you know, recorded everything. He had music playing and all kinds of stuff. He was just really, really awesome
0: today. Well, Riley is a great person to have around when you need some help. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, Teresa, who yes. uh, who does a brother got a PayPal to get one of those Plush Max Rebos that are out there?
6: You know, oh, how long do I need to wait in line to get a Plush Max?
0: Is, so how, is, the line
6: for the Star Wars Celebration store is always long, so I actually haven't gone in there yet. But really? um, I do. When I do, I will text you and we will get that worked out. How, and um, also, Ewoks, yes. I believe, I don't think they're not exclusive to Star Wars Celebration. They're okay. just at the Disney parks. So maybe I'll just see if the downtown Disney store is open once we leave um, Disneyland cool. and see what the deal is over there.
0: All right. Well, we're going to have to get our West Coast contacts on this because I want to collect all the plush Ewoks.
6: Oh, they're so cute. Yeah,
0: I'm all about it.
6: They're adorable. You know who had amazing kids in Ewok costumes today? Jedi, Jedi Shwa.
0: Jedi yeah. Was it Schwa or was it Sh- Now, last year's... Or at the last celebration, Shaz Bazaar had... Uh, I had my picture taken with one of his kids. I thought it was Shaz that had the... had the. Uh, maybe it was Schwa, but I remember Shaz, one of Shaz's kids being decked out as an Ewok and it looked amazing.
6: It was actually Josh's girl. Okay. That were dressed up today. So, but Shaz was in his condo costume today for a while. Nice. Sorry about the announcement in the background. Fireworks are going to start soon. Well,
0: I don't want to take you uh, away from fireworks.
6: Yeah, I'll get off. I'll get off before they start. Okay. But good. No, it was actually um, Schwaz Kids today, and um, Ayla was actually doing the sprinkler as an Ewa. Nice.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I tell you, I'm just, I'm missing all you guys, but I'm having a blast following stuff along on the. Uh, online and verizon is doing a great job of like putting this coverage out there i was talking to michael cohen and riley and all those guys before i talked to you and um and cohen was like you know more than i do right now because i was like sending them artwork and stuff that's been released
6: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i haven't seen any of that stuff either so send it my way
0: teresa if it weren't for like friends being at star wars celebration I would start taking whenever they do these things, which apparently is going to be every year now, I would just take off work for the four days and sit and watch it at home because yeah. because the coverage I mean, is know, that good and that complete
6: It's so great that stars dot com is doing all the live coverage that they're doing, and I really wish some of the other conventions would do that, you know, but they're really doing that whole no fan left behind thing, and I think it's wonderful for everybody who's not here it really is. Uh, it's a community, and I love Star Wars for that. Can I tell you one of the coolest things about this convention? Yes. It the camaraderie and niceness of Star Wars fans. Like, yes. if you accidentally bump into somebody or you need to get somewhere, it, they're so polite and nice. And, you know, everybody just says, excuse me, and everybody's really yep. kind to each other. And it's just, it's really cool.
0: Yes. I, um... I actually uh, have been to Dragon Con and Star Wars Celebration, and those are the two conventions I've been to. I have no desire to go to any Comic Con or anything, um, just yeah. because I love Star Wars Celebration so much. I, I love that yeah. it's centered around Star Wars, and I don't know if you guys know that this Batman v Superman trailer dropped today. Uh, um, I did not. It was it was I leaked. Won't have it to was go and look that well, up. Well, it was leaked last night. And then Warner Brothers went ahead and just put out a you know a clear high def version today. And Teresa, I don't care. I'm such on a Star Wars I'm I'm on such a Star Wars high. I'm in my Star Wars zone right now, and it's because of Star Wars celebration. And and it's just and and part of what I miss is being out there is because it is that way. You feel like those celebrations are awesome. And I'm glad you're getting to experience it. I'm glad and it's cool that you went out already, knowing people and having friends and stuff like that, because, um, because it just it adds to the experience. That's what makes these experiences so great are the people.
6: I know, and I've had a blast, you know, just talking to everybody and things like that. I really haven't seen too many candles, but I've had so much fun just hanging out with all of my friends and talking. So I, I'm like, yeah, who cares. Panels. What's a panel what's the
0: panel well when when you get back we're gonna have to Skype it up for reels and, and do kind of a recap panel because there's been so much that's going on the Carrie Fisher, pan, Fisher panel today was out of con- she was out of control poor See, and
6: I missed it because we were having to do some stuff for the bookworms um, yeah. panel so we you know I missed that kind of stuff but well no tomorrow I... we've got all the rebel stuff so yes oh my
0: gosh. yes like I felt bad for James Arnold Taylor watching that panel with kerry fisher <laughs> really? yes like i emailed him as soon as it was like while i was watching and i'm like i'm watching this you're doing a great job this weekend but bless your heart man bless your heart
6: <laughs> that's too funny
0: rebels tomorrow are you going to be able to make it to the premiere
6: i am i will have reserve seating and stuff like that and i will be at the press conference as well so be on the lookout on my twitter and my instagram
0: definitely definitely well, listen. I know you're at Disneyland with Aaron Goins. Give Aaron my love. Tell him hello, and I um, will. and thank you for 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 sitting on Geek Out Loud for a little bit to kind of talk about your celebration experience and uh, what. Let me ask you some. What is the deal with the celebration store? Because in the past at in Orlando, it was just kind of open, um, and you just kind of walked in and then you, you like they set it up like a store and then you took your items to the cash register.
6: It's kind of in this like weird spot and there's pretty much lines for everything mm-hmm. and actually James you know, said at best when we interviewed him today that Orlando just seemed like a, a small family gathering, whereas this one is a massive, just huge yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's a movie year.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. It is a movie year. I remember celebration three in Indianapolis. It was like just everyone was kind and nice but it was like sardines everywhere you walked you just could not breathe it was it was ridiculously crowded i liked orlando because it was more spread out than indianapolis um and and you did feel it did feel a little bit smaller and more intimate but it still felt like there were tons of people there at the same time uh here i'm just watching i'm watching this thing and they've got that cantina stage you guys have got to just go by and just look at what happens there it's amazing what they're doing down there um
6: Yeah, we still have a lot of things we need to hit for sure.
0: Yeah. So well listen, have fun with the fireworks, Teresa, and just know that I'm keeping up with you guys. I always feel like somebody's watching <laughs> me. Don't forget hashtag this one's for Steve. Yep. And hashtag with <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you guys on the flip side. Have fun at Disney, my friend.
6: All right. Talk to you later. Talk
0: to you later. Bye bye. Teresa Delgado Lutha. And it's so good to talk to her and this is her first. This is her first celebration, guys, and it's great to see that she's having some fun out there. So, um, Michael N, are you out there? Are you out there? Is, is that Michael Highnip? Michael N in the chat. Are you Michael Nip? Sorry, everyone who's listening via the um, via the. Uh, oh, Michael Nip's not there. He left a thing. Shaz was Hondo, and it ruled. Are you? Who is this? Call me. Nine one two three eight six four two nine four. Um I wanna try to bring a member of the 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 Goldiverse Star Wars Summit in. Uh let's see if he'll come along. Andy wants no, it's not it's not honey is it a honey up? I don't know. i c I'm confused. I'm really confused right now. This really needs to be edited out of the future uh podcast release. Let me bring in uh, part of the our Star Wars Summit. Who's watching along? Who's been watching celebration coverage along with the rest of us. What's happening, man? Hey, you there? Yeah, Daniel, how's it going, buddy?
8: Okay, sorry, I had to just put a headset in real quick.
0: Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry to I'm sorry to spring this on you real quick. I know that you've been uh, best you can. Like I have been following along, um, with the celebration coverage uh, this weekend, and, and and one of your tweets just absolutely owned me yesterday. That if you know what aisle two hundred is, <laughs> <laughs> you're not at celebration.
8: <laughs> I, that in the in the in the uh, clone troopers helmets yes. sitting on top of that one guy's yes. stand just mesmerized me every day.
0: Nice. They do. It's like wow. And and what's mesmerizing me is I keep seeing to see if the count has gone down, and I don't think it has.
8: No, he still has the same ones there yesterday. I'm waiting for someone to buy one, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna just I don't know have a small party on Twitter.
0: I think that's the EFX booth uh, right there. The the official EFX booth. Um, just because of all the other items that I'm seeing on the on the um, on the shelves and what have you. So.
8: Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff over there. I am right now basically I was already I was doing what uh Jimmy was doing too. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting that audio from Return of the Jedi on top of the trailer audio and mm-hmm. it's matching up exactly.
0: Okay. So alright, well, hoisted on my own petard, everybody. Mystery <laughs> solved. I I'm gonna quit trying to, to say stuff, so
8: Hey, I thought it was I I think they've lowered his voice to make him sound older, but I thought it was new dialogue too.
0: Yeah. Well they did a good job of it, but it's it's really good stuff. Um that trailer's just still amazing. Did you see the Lego stuff today?
8: I saw part of that panel mm-hmm. at the end. Are you talking about the um the T V guy, the actual T V guys?
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
8: Cause I had to work late so I missed I I was actually right before you got on, like restarting the whole day. Yeah, and kind of fast forward. That's what the, that's what I did. I was parts.
0: I had to go back and, and catch up on some stuff I missed. It's worth watching the Carrie Fisher panel if they don't take. I mean, just because of the train wreck that it was. Um, yeah,
8: she. <laughs> I've heard I've heard all day, different people online talking about that. So look, she's always entertaining though. I knew that one was yeah. that and ian mcdermott that might be one of the best celebration moments him reading that at the end
0: oh my gosh that was amazing amazing yeah. i'm hoping that uh is it it's because was james's stuff tonight or tomorrow night
8: i don't know his show i have not even hamill. looking at the schedule i've just been playing whatever pops up and i'm yeah. watching at the time
0: i'm really hoping that they they show the mark hamill panel um, I'd like to see James's live show again, but I don't know that you know that they'll show that. Um I just I'm afraid it's too late in the evening. And uh yeah, I don't know. And they may I don't not know. show they'll
8: it. show it live or not.
0: So uh let's see. Check out the Saturday celebration panel schedule. Here's what here's what's going on tomorrow. I think smug I'm sure they'll show Smugglers Gambit
8: yeah I think that's gonna be on hey real quick though during the Ian uh, McDermott did you like the guy that like the people that don't realize that he's not actually Emperor Palpatine that ask questions
0: like he is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I yeah and that one guy who got up and did voices and stuff I just felt I'm like someone needs to have a talk with that kid about that <laughs> that, that, that man or whatever he is they needs to have a talk with him about how to ask questions because like it, because the thing is what people don't realize is you're having to hear what they're saying through the monitors that are up there, and sometimes it doesn't come across very well. You know, sometimes you can't catch everything that's said, and that's why you need to speak clearly and make your questions as short as and understandable as possible.
8: Yeah, because like when he was reading the book, you can hear the echo through the stadium.
0: Well, no, they actually put reverb on his mic when he did that.
8: Oh, did, well, I mean. At first, though too, and did, did you hear on the live feed though when you could hear the sound guys though that was pretty hilarious
0: yes, yeah, when well, there was at <laughs> one point where they started recording the origami guy, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, stop with the origami, <laughs> and then that was on today. that segment was actually on today between panels, so uh, him showing, so I'm, I'm going to show you fa- how to it fold would have been
8: the, fair if they would have played <laughs> would have played Ian like over top of that guy,
0: yes. <laughs> I'm going to show you now how I fold a Millennium Falcon.
8: Uh, but no, I'm just now looking at the because uh, you guys were talking about it the the actual Force Awakens exhibit pictures.
0: Dude, they it's it's pretty cool. Some of the stuff those Snowtroopers and the Firetroopers are are neat. The Kylo Ren up close is just I mean he looks like something almost out of Mad Max more than Star Wars.
8: Well, and I, I something I noticed looking at the Stormtroopers. They almost look more menacing. Like, they look less human.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: Like a, a white wash of the face. Yes. You know, with that kind of helmet. So, that that's a lot of... I don't know, they just seem creepier. hmm With the helmet they have on right now.
0: Yeah. I Do you like the Stormtrooper look?
8: I like it. Yeah, me too. The 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 actual body armor was a, is a little bit different, because there's a little bit more where you can see that they're wearing actual clothing. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit different and that took a especially on like the Snow Trooper, it popped out to me and the and the the guy flying the the uh, tie fighter in during the teaser tra- yes, trailer Yes. Yes. That really stuck out like his sleeves and stuff. I know I noticed that right off back and I didn't know if that was supposed to be an actual you know an actual uh fighter trooper or if that's um was captain Ephasma phasma at first but then you guys pointed out the red lines on the helmet mm-hmm. well so that kind of cleared that yeah, up yeah the the you're
0: talking about the tie fighter pilot
8: yeah the tie fighter pilot
0: yeah i think that was just a regular tie fighter pilot i think if you look at the stage someone actually um sent me an in an, an enlarged picture of the of like the dais where all those stormtroopers are turning around and stuff and you yeah. can, that's definitely a figure, that's definitely someone standing there and right over his shoulder behind him is Phasma, Captain okay. Phasma. Um, but now is the the TIE Fighter pilot is just a regular TIE Fighter pilot, I think. Okay. So.
8: Yeah, so I couldn't tell at first when I first watched it. And I'm also wanting to see if I can get some, if somebody has some pictures of, because I thought in the, the teaser trailer, the bottom of the Falcon looked different. Uh, usually does so I'm wondering if if anybody can get some up close shots of the bottom of the Falcon (laughs) on that little model anybody want to do that
0: Uh, tomorrow real quick to to change subjects quickly we've got uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific is on the main stage is gonna be um, new characters new villains Star Wars Rebels season 2 new allies and new villains Get a sneak peek at what's to come in the second season of the Disney XD animated series Star Wars Rebels, uh, which picks up right where the shocking season one finale left off. Members of the cast and crew. Um, And then, uh, some other stuff of interest to me, on the the behind-the-scenes stage, the Rebel Force radio stage, uh, that afternoon, Star Wars comes home to Marvel at one o'clock Pacific tomorrow afternoon. And, um... Smuggler's Bounty will be at one o'clock Pacific, so I'm sure they'll probably show Smuggler's Bounty on the live feed.
8: Yeah, because that's supposed to be, isn't it? Is that th- did that say the main stage? Yeah, that it's say, Yeah, that's on the okay. celebration stage. Because I remember them saying on the show, I think Jimmy's going to be over doing that, but Jason's still going to have to be over doing the behind the scenes stage. Yeah, and this is,
0: and this is where I feel really bad about not being out there to jump up and and, and second Jason on the behind the scenes stage. <laughs> So, to fill in right. for Jimmy Mack for once instead of filling in for Jason.
8: I'm telling you, man, you just got to get in there. They they would use you for crowd warm-ups for all that stuff. You I, do dude, a better job than...
0: Well, DJ Elliot's good, but there's some of those other people. I'm like, yeah, I could do this.
8: Some of the well, stuff... Was... T- those uh, those other guys, and... God. I watched that podcast awards. Yep. I'm never going to say anything about anybody hosting anyone. <laughs> uh, anything again, because... Was it bad? It was bad. It was terrible. Was Chris Jericho hosting? Yeah, but it was like he, they didn't... I mean, the dude... And, and it's not even his fault. It's one of those things where, you know, he was probably being nice doing it, but it was just him and this other woman the entire time. Mm. Well, and I don't know. There, There's some I, of the that's guys... That's a lot I have to make up on the fly to, t- to discuss in front of a room full of people.
0: Uh, yeah, indeed. Well, and I noticed on some of the coverage today where they realized they needed to fill a couple more minutes, they didn't have it. Um, at one point, Andy from the Rebels Recon stuff, she got a little flustered talking about some stuff, got herself tickled, which was good. It was a nice, natural moment, but then she didn't really have anywhere else to go and still had about two minutes to fill. Um, some of the dudes, when they're doing their interviews, she does really good with interviewing people and talking to people. So a couple, one, of, one, of, one of those guys does not, though. Like he just he he's very stiff and awkward with the way that he converses with the people that are that he's guest that he has guesting in there in the cantina stage, and I'm just like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. So <laughs> well, when um, they
8: need time filler, they should just have Bethany come up and start giving out uh, questions to the crowd yes. to answer.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's get one of the kids from the Star Wars report, Bethany, the good looking one. Um. Uh, Star Wars at Delray Arish is gonna be on the Rebel Force Radio stage uh tomorrow afternoon at two thirty Pacific. Uh I'm trying to find out trying to see what else is going on. I know that tomorrow evening is the Rebels yeah, tomorrow at four at four from four to six thirty is the Rebels Red Carpet and season two uh premiere. And that's actually happening on the digital stage because they've got the best screen. Uh it's set yeah. up to show stuff. Um
8: <clears throat> no chance that's gonna get aired on the lights no no no
0: no not at <laughs> all not at all i wish um i'm trying to see what else we got here yeah the double features tomorrow night at 6 p.m pacific and by that time usually the feed has shut down um yeah because that's nine eastern so
8: but that's understandable I, I if i was there and like everything was shown at home i'd kind of I, well, I, yeah. I, if I if I lived there, but if I traveled out there, I'd be like and spent the money. I kind of want some exclusivity.
0: Well, I, and I feel like they're getting it. I mean, just being there. Oh yeah. You know, and and I mean, definitely we're not catching everything, and and there's some of these panels I'd like to go to that I'm not getting. But I think I just wish the world. I want the world to be able to see James Arnold Taylor and Mark Hamill um, on stage together because uh, these two need their own talk show or something together. They're yeah, just, they're that, outstanding. That's
8: gonna be, see, and I've never gotten to see him interview Mark, because I know they've done Star Wars weekends and stuff yeah. together, and you can tell he's interviewed Ian in the past, because mm-hmm. they had good chemistry.
0: Yeah, that was at the last celebration they were together. Yeah, so,
8: so that hopefully maybe... So is it saying that they... Is it saying it won't air, it or we just don't know until tomorrow? We,
0: you don't know until tomorrow. My, I'm just speculating yeah. because it's so late in the evening uh, for what we're doing, because it's 4... It starts at four p m uh which is seven eastern and mark wouldn't actually come on they're calling it the double feature um with james's uh show i'm sorry it starts at uh i've lost it i've lost it well it starts at i'm sorry it, it. starts they at put... six it starts at six eastern and goes to eight uh it starts at six pacific goes to eight pacific so it starts at nine and goes to 11. um okay. all the way to what, 11. what
8: is the time of the first program tomorrow uh one o'clock same time okay i was wondering maybe if they started a little bit later in the day with the feed maybe they would keep it on later they may so I know they posted eight and a half hours today so i actually got to see started to watch the first panel they aired i still have not seen the total j.j uh, J. abrams kathleen kennedy i've only seen the teaser and the bb8 part
0: oh man well that's i mean that's some of the best stuff the cast being up there is pretty cool too when they ask oscar isaac about his character he's like i'm the best pilot in the freaking galaxy <laughs> that's his answer like don't you know who i am don't you know who poe dameron is i also nice. i also realized today i think someone who named these characters is a fan of con air because the name of Nick Nick Cage's uh,
8: oh my character in Con it Air is. is
0: Cameron Poe, so Poe Dameron, Cameron Poe. So uh, I hope uh, I hope that at some point in the Force like Awakens, the
8: whole time he has a bunny rabbit in the cockpit. Either like a little stuffed yeah. bunny rabbit.
0: <laughs> Put down the bunny. Either that, or someone looks at him in the Force Awakens and says, Poe, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to save the day. Uh.
8: What do you he think I'm gonna it. do? I'm, go- he I'm has gonna fall on mullet at the end.
0: I'm gonna save the Criffin Day.
8: <laughs> oh,
0: so uh, that's
8: all. It's all it's gonna be. It's just a remake of Con Air.
0: Exactly. Oh my God! And I'd be perfectly okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Con Air is Star Wars. That's why when Han gets to the Falcon, he's like, "We're home," because they've been flying around on this uh, freaking prisoner ship forever. Man,
8: now I can't. The one thing I had a, qu- a question about, I don't know on fin, on Finn, because mm-hmm. obviously we're seeing in the, the trailer he's stopping being a stormtrooper at some point, maybe something like that. Yeah. So they're very he has some very looks of disgust on his face. Yes, um, or he doesn't like the new trampoline they installed in the <laughs> landing bay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Finn
0: is always out of breath and running.
8: Um, he's like can't we get some nets around this thing? Anyway <laughs> he uh Okay, so in a new hope, I, I it's almost like he's either Luke, if Luke had gone to the academy. Right. Or it's like that backstory from the EU that we get upon. Could be. Could that be that type of deal kind of makes sense. So I thought if that's the case that's kinda of cool that they you know, kind of pulled from that.
0: I think it may be kind of an amalgam of both. Um I I think that we're. It, it's. In, I don't want to speculate too much. I, I mean, I, well, think, I think
8: we're still going to get the tone poem type thing that we get in the the first two trilogies, mm-hmm. where stuff kind of repeats itself. Yeah, I hope but it's, so. It's different still.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope that. I hope that the writers of these movies are smart enough to recognize what George was going for. Um, with that, but I, I think with Finn, I, you know. In the panel, when you watch the panel, he admits that yeah, he's a stormtrooper, and then the the guy who's who's moderating the panel says, "Well, now we traditionally know stormtroopers are bad. So are you a good guy or a bad guy?" And Finn just looks at J.J. Abrams, and uh, he's I don't know what you're talking about, and and you know, and they just kind of laugh it off, but they don't really fully answer that question. So um, it's definitely going to be if he's the if he's the thrust, if he's the hero. If he's the one going on that hero's journey then he's definitely um he's definitely not you know it's definitely going to be something different than what we saw with Luke or even Han.
8: And that's still something I I think is up in the air. I don't think we know who is the main character. Who is who's the Luke Skywalker of this? Because you know, I I think it's Ray just I do because too. in the original stuff Luke was a a girl. Mhm. The original designs and a lot of the backstory, Lucas was messed around with that, so it would make sense that he would go you know if you're gonna change- it you know i I just always thought that's what they would do when they announced episode seven. I thought they would have a girl as the main character right, so but you know I think you're still gonna have kind of a big three,
0: yeah, I tend to agree with you i th- I think that what we're seeing is the big three with uh Poe and Finn and Ray,
8: yeah. I think that's,
0: oh, that's like exactly. a female jeer. Yeah.
8: <laughs> I just watched that. Let's not start that.
0: Oh wow. Um. <laughs> so anyhow,
8: <laughs> it's got. Hey hey, he beats Nazis in it.
0: That's <laughs> it's right. A great movie. That's true. That's true. I, I'm I'm trying to get this picture uh, that was sent to me really quickly, um, downloaded and tweeted, so that. Uh, uh so that i can so that you can kind of look at it because it's really interesting this this staff that ray is carrying around um because i, I think it, it it's gonna be um it, it's it's just really intriguing the the makeup of this staff especially considering that we know because she admits in in the panel she's like ray is living on this planet and she's kind of a scavenger. And she's just piecing things together, and and so it's really, it's very provocative. Um, to think about. I just tweeted it out. Uh, okay, let me see. On on see my feed. This hanging out. Oh, you're on your phone.
8: I'm on my tablet. I'm not on the computer, so. Okay. which is better though because I'm not sitting down I usually pace around when I'm on the phone So yeah.
0: now how does one embed a tweet I mean how does one link to a tweet in the chat that's my question Andy has um, copy link to tweet done great figured that out and I'm going to put this on the chat here so people can
8: Now, what am I looking at again
0: uh, it's this picture that I just tweeted. Okay, I, I tweeted from uh, friends from celebration, and if you see that staff, that's a what that is is the back of Ray's costume, and it's a staff she's carrying of sorts. Look at the top of that. What does that look like to yeah, you? That's
8: that's definitely Darth Maul's lightsaber. Thank you.
0: <laughs> isn't it though? Isn't that isn't that crazy? Do you yeah. think it's actually Darth Maul's lightsaber? Or is that just a, a coincidence?
8: I don't know. It could just be a coincidence. You know, it could just be something they stuck in there for fun. But, you know, like I said, the, the other thing looks like a faucet key to me. And we had women's shavers in episode one. So That's true. Knows.
0: Yeah, Kylo Ren's lightsaber does look... I, when you said faucet key, I'm like, it really does look like a faucet <laughs> like, key. Like I
8: said in the chat, he has to turn on the outside faucets mm-hmm. at the end of every winter. That's yeah, right. That's the simple. The
0: That's right. The, whoever the emperor type figure is, is like, there's been an awakening. <laughs>
8: He's like, listen, you're an apprentice now.
0: That's right. (laughs) Turn
8: on the faucet.
0: We need the water turned on. (laughs) Everyone's waking up. There
8: has been an awakening. Have you felt it? There's two things I hate. (laughs) Turn on the water. Jedi and frozen pipes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, wait a minute, Michael, in the chat. What was the junk planet Maul was on in Clone Wars?
7: Mm. What was that planet?
0: Well, that's a good question. Hi, Nip. Are you where we can. I don't know. Someone Google that. Let me Google that for you. I don't. Forget trying to get to the queue. This is. What?
8: It brought up a few for me. Planet. Raxis, Plime, and Lotho Minor.
0: Did Savage Opress find Darth Maul on. That's bad grammar. I should have said, on what planet?
8: Lotho Minor.
0: That sounds right.
8: Yeah. Lotho Minor. Lotho L O T H O Minor.
0: Okay. Yeah. That sounds right. Um. It
8: says it was known more commonly as the Junk Planet. Yeah. Where Darth Maul resided after his duel with Obi Wan Kenobi.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: Okay,
0: so it wasn't Jakku. Jakku. Apparently, all this stuff comes from a battle. That that's going
8: that we're going to see in ba- star wars battlefront
0: that we're go- right
8: right did you see that trailer yeah is that uh i don't know i i've got a very bad feeling that <laughs> you better get your ewok toys now why is that <laughs> because they're about ready to go extinct <laughs> why do you think that because they're in that battlefront trailer they're on a they're
0: on
5: indoor they, to start out they're with. On
8: indoor and the uh, bad guys don't get Darth Vader's helmet. <laughs> they're, they're not going just going to show up on the planet.
0: That's right. That's Vader for sure. Yeah. He'll be throwing them sure. around like he was throwing around wookies at the beginning of The Force Unleashed. Uh, uh, oh, man. Well, i
8: crack up if if they if if all the Ewoks die just because some guy shows up to try and take it out of their drum set. <laughs> Will, this, this is the Con Air version of the movie. That's
0: right, that's right. Put down the Ewok. <laughs> there was something else I saw, um, that looked like it was on indoor. I'm trying to think of what I saw today, and they cut away from it really, really quickly. Um, it was in the t- teaser trailer. Maybe it was in the maybe it was in the EA thing. Maybe it was in the Battlefront thing. Okay. And
8: at first, I thought I thought uh, I tried to freeze frame when he when uh, there's a real split sec second where they don't let you see much or Kylo Ren's swinging that lightsaber. Yes. And I don't know if in that second scene, if he has if, if if the hilt is there in the second scene where you see Kylo Ren or not, or if it's just because of the angle it's at.
0: Oh, in the in the trees in the teaser.
8: Yeah, in the teaser in the
0: second. Teaser. In the Force Awakens teaser. No, I'm yeah. talking about EA. I. There was something, um, no, it doesn't look like that crossblade. It's just the way, I think it's the angle that he's holding it, though. Okay. Um, In the second, in the EA thing, I want to say it was at the end of the EA thing, there's a quick scene, and it looks like someone's an indoor, but it's not Vader. It's someone in a mask. And I just wonder if what we were getting was a glimpse of the scene of whoever's there, whoever goes to collect Vader's helmet.
8: Yeah, maybe. Well, they say they're going to let it tie in, so maybe they maybe that's part of like something in there. The DLC, and I'm sure you know. Any more with games, they put out downloadable content for at least a good year. Yeah. After something releases, so maybe we'll get some uh, after Force Awakens releases. Then, then they're able to actually show some of that stuff without ruining the movie. They'll put it in downloadable content.
0: Well, they're doing that, you know, Battle of Jakku downloadable content. Um, yeah, it, uh, about ten days before the release of Force Awakens, yeah. um, and in back in the day, man, like with the uh, uh, what was that game Rogue Squadron on the N sixty four. Yeah. After Phantom Menace came out, you could download. You there were like they released a code where you could unlock a Naboo starfighter.
8: Yeah, I, I remember that. And, well, and I'm just wondering too. Is so obviously that Battle of Jakku. I mean that's going to happen closer to, like right after Jedi. Because I don't know. The trailer, the trailer shows an older Star Destroyer, and that X-wing that's crashed is an older X-wing.
0: That's true. And I, is it older or is it just that it crashed?
8: I don't know. It it does look like the ones from the original trilogy. It really because does.
0: Of the that's engines. true. That's true. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the one right now that looks like the mountain in the distance. Um. How long would it take to just scavenge that thing?
8: Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. like I'm sure some people have taken are living inside it too.
0: Yeah, oh uh, sure, Jawas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wrong planet. <laughs> um, I'm looking. Maybe not. Maybe they don't have Jawas on that. I, I'm 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 back on this teaser now. I'm looking. I'm trying to find that that new Star Destroyer. It's hard to kind of catch a good glimpse of it because of. Uh,
8: other Jawas travel to the Jakku, and then they tweet back pictures to the Jawas that's on Tatooine. Right. Look what we with found with the hashtag. This one's for Jawas. Yeah,
0: that de- that Star Destroyer definitely looks a lot. It looks different. It's got the hangar underneath. Uh, it's just the way the bridge, the build up to the bridge, looks different.
8: Now, are you talking about the new the new one? Yeah, the new one. Yeah, the new one. Well, and the one the Falcon flies to that's crashed. That looks like a different one than the one that's. That's the a
0: Super Star Destroyer.
8: Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be cool seeing all that.
0: Yeah. That that crash thing, someone actually sent me a link uh, to a picture where they diagrammed out a suit, like the underside of a suit where it had the, the Super Star Destroyer, a picture of it, and they just kind of squared up, like drew a square around the underside of it and and then pointed to the different places where you see the engines for this that they're going into. So, yeah, they're definitely flying into a Super Star Destroyer. I just want to know how they get out of that mess. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, that was too loud. <laughs>
8: Well, and I'm sure they've. It's going to be one of those things where people have flown through it before.
0: I don't know. It doesn't Been look like it. So I'm telling long. you, it looks. That, it looks like a flipping. Uh, it looks like the flipping innards of the Death Star, man.
8: Well, and that first uh, star destroyer you see that's wrecked mm-hmm. in the mountain. That at first, I mean. Obviously, it has to be CGI if they're using it nowadays. But that almost it—it looks very similar, almost to the matte paintings, Mm -hmm. like stuff mixed in with a matte painting mixed in with CGI, like they used to do in the older, older trilogy. Just the look it has.
0: Yeah, and they may have done that, but also what it looks like to me is that hazy look and everything. It looks more like you know when you're driving along and like you finally hit a place where there's some mountains off the distance.
8: Oh yeah, and you go like we we will go down the Carolinas. You go through. uh, The mountains from indiana to get down there and you can see them pretty
0: clearly while they're still off in the distance you can make out what's going on but they still seem kind of hazy because they're so far off
8: or Um, if you're going through there early in the morning and you have that fog
0: yes yeah that's what it reminds me of is being way out away from like stone mountain in georgia something that just kind of juts up from the landscape and you can make it out clearly but You know, it it looks massive on the horizon, but it just keeps getting more and more massive the closer you get. And that's what that shot reminds me of, is just, like, how far away we actually are from it, and even how far away that speeder is. You know, I I just feel like these starter stories are so massive, you don't, it's hard to catch a good idea of the scale. Yeah. You know, Uh, and, and just to realize just, I mean because there are dunes up in front of it that it looks like is that running into the i don't know it's just crazy it's a it's an incredible it's incredible imagery daniel is what it is
8: yeah there's a lot of i don't know there's just a lot of shots already you can tell the this the it's just gonna have some iconic shots you can mm-hmm. tell yeah uh, just i mean the, the the prequel trilogy i can't think of a whole lot of shots so like like the actual camera shot Except for maybe some stuff in uh, episode three, like when they're fighting over the bridge with the volcano. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I can't think of a lot of like just beca- the actual camera work shot itself. Like you remember, like you remember a ton of stuff from the original trilogy, like when Vader yeah. and Scott and uh, Luke and Empire when they first ignite their lightsabers and start to fight. Right. You know that kind of shot, or when like the in the Second silhouette Death star when the Falcon uh, goes through the tunnel, right when the the core collapses.
0: Yes, yeah.
8: Those kind of shots you don't you don't have as many, um, and it's not a bad thing. It's just something I just it doesn't stand out to me in the in the prequel trilogy that you already have in this trailer.
0: Well, I don't see. I don't know. I don't know how much I agree with you because there are shots that some of them are more intimate and some of them are larger than the ones you mentioned, like. Like Yoda standing there in the camera panning around him as he opens up his jacket and force pulls his his uh lightsaber out, which is not a euphemism, um in in Attack of the Clones is just an iconic shot to me. Um Same thing with uh some of the pod race stuff in Phantom Menace, and I know that's just, you know, blasphemy. Uh the door's opening on Darth Maul. In the Phantom Menace, is yeah, one of those shots. I didn't
8: think about that one. And I would say, well, I'll, I'll give a on The Yoda thing is more of just like the actual scene, not the camera shot, mm-hmm. to me at least. But I will say, I, I do, I always like the the Anakin the Anakin Doku fa- uh, battle.
0: Yeah, yeah.
8: The camera work in that was the, really uh, was really different.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was the first place we kind of had a handheld looking shot. Uh, in 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 this trailer, when the Falcon flies into that 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 engine thing into the Star, Star Destroyer, it zooms in tight. Once they enter into that, it zooms in tight real quick. Uh, they do that same kind of shot on a Republic gunship on Attack of the Clones.
8: Yeah, yeah when I saw that, it, that reminded me of that. They borrowed that right from because that was a big deal when Attack of the Clones came out. Was those zoom in shots we yep. hadn't seen before, exactly. So, I, yeah, I mean, I look, I think
0: that for those of us who are original trilogy fans, that this automatically just feels more like ic- your
8: home. Yeah,
0: I, I hated, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. I hate to use that terminology, <laughs> but it does feel more iconic because of those things, you know, because yeah. because we've just spent more time with these characters then you know as as much as we've been inundated with prequel stuff you know you can't get away from the fact that most of my life has been spent with these characters uh of the prequel of the original trilogy era and so to see things like the falcon to see tie fighters to see x-wings uh no matter what the variation but to know what they are it's just it's that more it's that much more meaningful i guess in some ways
8: and can we just go ahead and say now, I don't want to know how BB-8 works. <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> it's just magical. And everyone tries to ruin it for me. Everyone's like, it. Everyone's like, have you ever heard of magnets? I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't explain the whole thing. You know, that doesn't... Fine, magnets, done. Look at him, though. His head's swiveling. You know, his, he's doing stuff. hes He comes to life and I was talking to Scott and today, on the, just on the phone, just having a conversation with him and he's like, that head moves pretty sluggish. I think they touched him up digitally on the movie. I'm like, well, I'm sure they did, yeah. you know, just for lighting and stuff but I'm like, when and I went back and I, while we were talking, I'm watching that thing on stage, I'm like his head's not moving that sluggish. I said, when he starts to roll forward it dips a little bit with him. I said, but it doesn't um, it, it doesn't, uh it doesn't gonna, mess up.
8: It's going to be no different than, you know, R2 doesn't have the the R2 robot doesn't have jets come out and fly across stage either.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which if that happened, oh man.
8: <laughs> My
0: head so. would explode. Do you think C-3PO is going to get blown up in this movie for good?
8: I don't know. I think some I the shot on Luke uh, when he puts his hand on R two, tells me someone, someone's not making it. So uh, I don't know who, but that I, shot in the teaser, I was like, oh, somebody's burning. I just being don't. Buried
0: there. I just don't want to imagine that C three PO dies.
8: I don't know. I don't think though the, the the droids will get rid of them. If anything, we'll just see them stay with somebody like like they do in the Clone Wars or, right. or uh, on Rebels, and they just won't be in it as much. Maybe until the next movie.
0: Right. Right. Well,
8: I don't know. I'd I'm rather like, them do that than force a reason to stick them there.
0: I um, I just he uh, we're getting. I'm getting a question. Did you see Mayhew and in, in Peter Mayhew in the Cantina? And all day I didn't see that. Was that today, Michael?
8: I didn't get to watch it, but I heard about. I heard um. I saw on Twitter they posted that he was supposed to be in there.
0: I missed that. I'd, li- I'd like a timestamp on that because I'd like to hear it. Because he said that Michael's saying that um, did he say that he wasn't in the suit for episode seven? I don't know why you'd have him there because he doesn't make chewy noises. That that's all put together from walrus and bear sounds. That's there's some interesting facts for you, everybody.
8: Well, and are they going to do? I want to know are they going to do cuz obviously Kenny Baker but are they still going to do like they uh they go ahead and give him the credit on R2 like they do in the prequel trilogy?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um he was there for a little bit of it. Was he there for episode 7? Uh yeah. Yeah, oh, I remember I remember I his name I completely missed that. Yeah, I I think I remember his name being mentioned, but they use primarily really? this this remote controlled droid because you know, George Lucas said at the last celebration, they were asking what he thought about all these droids, you know, builder stuff. And he's like, I wish we'd had them when I was doing the movies. Because they his point was, they seem to pull everything off that they do with these droids in such a better way than what they did on screen. And they look screen accurate. Oh, yeah. And they're doing stuff. And so...
8: But I don't think you always. I think you always got to keep in mind that Kenny Baker being inside there gave it more, gave it the personality originally. You know, and so yeah. now when they now when they do use the remote control and all that, you know, we we as fans just kind of put that on the robot, even you know, because of watching Kenny Baker right bounce back and forth around in there. Well, see,
0: and that's and I and I've always said, and I maintain. I, I don't really know the difference when he's in there and when he's not, you know? If it's a digital R2, I can tell most of the time. Otherwise, I'm not really sure. Because people are like, "You just adds more humanity when he's in there. I'm like, no, it do- I don't know that. But I will tell you this, that when someone who who's not really studied R2 gets a hold of R2, um, there's too much swivel of the head that'll happen. There's too much... Um, there there are a few things that he does that they'll make our 2 do that he just too much you know almost the way that Tom Kane threw in that yes when he was doing his Yoda voice
8: or or yeah exactly or like when they were doing the digital Yoda and they said you know yeah they can do it better with the digital Yoda but they now they you know like the little bobbles of the ears and right, stuff the like ears that ears
0: need to wiggle
5: yeah
8: you know that make him that, that do make him more lifelike that they had to add add in mm-hmm. so you know it's like They can make it easier to work with, but those first, the the actual actors that first did it and portrayed it, you know, they laid that groundwork. So, you know, I think it's cool when they give them the little credit on it.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And if nothing else, to come in and consult with these droid builders about things. Um,
8: Yeah, because, you know, and if they don't, he's just going to have to keep selling cars to Peter Mayhew to make money.
0: (laughs) Well, it was David Prouse. Oh, David that he, that he sold a car Sorry. to. Sorry. Who David Prowse is. David Prowse is apparently in poor health. And uh, sad to hear that. In poorer health. Yeah, I, heard, in, in I, I health.
8: he hadn't been there.
0: Yeah, he, um, uh, I want to say I heard either, I think I heard Parkinson's. I read that he's, that, you know, he's kind of come out and said he's suffering from at this point. Mm. Um, and maybe even Alzheimer's. One of the two. One of the two I heard, and it's just sad. You know, it's just, it's an, it's another one. Michael says he's banned from Celebrations. That's not necessarily true. He's always been at the Celebrations. Uh, maybe now, I don't know if Lucasfilm has more control or Disney has more control now. Um, he had a huge falling out with George Lucas back at Jedi. It's one of those unfortunate things, and they never really mended fences.
8: Well, I just, you know... That's sad to hear. If that's the case, especially with him, you know, being a bodybuilder and everything, yeah. not being able to do the, you know, yeah. having so much focus on what you can do physically, even as an actor, Mm-hmm. And well, having that being taken away from you.
0: Well, he's been in and not the best of health for a while. He's had several different surgeries and stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's just it really is. It's, I don't know. It's it's sad. He uh. Uh, here it is, New York Daily News from um, just last November. Uh, he reveals he suffers from dementia. It's dementia that he's suffering from. So, um, 79 years old. Uh, he says he would have liked to appear in the latest film, but fears he would have forgotten his lines. Um, that's sad. He said, sometimes I can't remember things I did yesterday. That worries me more than not remembering something 20 years ago um so yeah so just sad to hear but yeah i the first time i ever saw him on stage was at celebration three and he got asked a question about Return of the jedi and he said it's one of the most um miserable times of his life
8: yeah wow well, because they just kept him he wasn't getting to Yeah. You no. Know. yeah and there's two sides to every story but he wasn't getting to do everything that he wanted to do you know and he took on that ca- that character as his own so right. that's understandable
0: right well and that's what uh that's what a lot of that's what he said you know he said that in um that there was an interview that they said was published with him that he where the where the person who wrote the article said that Prowse said Darth Vader dies in return of the jedi and that angered lucas film with him and so they basically took him off set and put a stunt double in for everything, but then there would be stuff that the stunt double couldn't do that he had to go in and do. And um, and so that uh, <laughs> Daniel and putting stuff up I can't read. Um, and so anyway. they, they just kind of relegated to him. It's sad, you know, and it's sad that they never mended fences, like I say. But wow. he, but he was always great with fans was david prouse and uh and so and michael in chat says he's banned from celebration he was at the last celebration so um so i don't know that that i think he was at the last celebration i don't remember but anyhow
8: i do remember hearing about him getting uh like they didn't want to you know maybe for one of them he was banned or something or he might currently still have been banned but i remember hearing that
0: yeah maybe he just wasn't on stage maybe he was just there for signings or something but yeah they may not
8: have wanted to use him for you know right just whatever the pr thing is i'm sure well, I tell you, listen the hey
0: there was a couple of years ago where carrie fisher her panel ended up getting canceled because of something she said on stage with george lucas there and and i think he hasn't been in orlando that's true thank you michael that was that was what i was trying to think about um they just need this flat PG thirteen on the door, dude. She was—I'm telling you—you you need to go back. What she was out of control, and it wasn't like she was drunk or anything. Don't—I'm not saying no, that. She
8: just—she just always says what's on her mind. She just—yeah, exactly.
0: She just does not give a duke, as me and Krevis say. <laughs> so, well, man, I appreciate you. I know you only had a short time, and now here we've been going for gee whiz, forty minutes. <laughs> so yeah you're
8: fine you're fine you can tell on twitter i've been typing stuff like constantly especially yesterday
0: yes yeah it's, so
8: but i'm i'm kind of on call so like last night i didn't want to come on and then have to split have to go, on yeah. there or anything so that's
0: cool listen i understand i just i love you're part of what i'm calling the geek out loud star wars summit my friend awesome so, appreciate um, it well and my plan is to hopefully once a month just have a summit and just get together and talk star wars not necessarily news but just the wars Kind of like
8: like Arish is our Kyle Newman.
0: He kind of is. He kind of is. Uh, I'm plan on, she doesn't know this yet, but I plan on incorporating Kay into a lot of things because she's had a lot of great discussion on Rebel Yale. I'm assembling my own A-team is what I'm doing, Daniel. (laughs) So consider yourself part of that.
8: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man.
0: All right, dude. Well, have a great night. Thanks for uh, being part of Not at Celebration.
8: All right. I'll talk to you later. All right,
0: talk to you later, man. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Alright, and uh, guys, thanks uh, everyone who's hung out with us tonight in the uh, in the live chat. I know it's been late and I am about to pass out. I'm quite fatigued, and uh, but so excited, man. Just so thrilled about what's happening with Star Wars and uh, out at Celebration. This really is like Christmas for me. And, uh, hey, I don't know if they're listening to it or not, but I, I want to throw a shout-out thanks to StarWars.com. Thanks to Verizon for sponsoring StarWars.com, doing live streaming coverage of Celebration. It's been a great help to fans like me who weren't able to make it out there. And uh, been so much fun to watch and follow along with everything that's going on. Also, I you know, they're not paying me to do this at all, but thank you to Little Debbie uh, who sent a box, uh, basically a Galactic Snack Pack, to me to my door without me any type of asking or or seeking that and there was a note from thomas in there uh from little debbie just basically saying hopefully this will make you feel better about not getting a celebration and just such a great great fun pick me up uh that and i appreciate it so much so thank you little debbie and uh thank you guys who who help out the shows in all the ways that you do, by using the Amazon links at geekoutpodcast.com and geekoutonline.com, and especially to those of you who support directly through patreon.com slash geekoutloud. I know there's a ton of content we got to get out there, and uh, we're going to figure out a way to make it happen before the month's out. I promise you I'll figure out a way to make it happen before the month's out. We're going to continue on with Not at Celebration coverage the best way we possibly can. Geekoutonline at gmail.com is the email Twitter, at Geek Out Loud, at Gulliverse, at Steve Glosson. Follow at Star Wars. Follow uh, at Darth underscore Duff. Follow uh, at the Star Wars Report. Follow that Riley guy. Uh, So many to follow. And so follow at Ice Cold Penguin on Twitter. So many great people to be following to to get your Star Wars celebration coverage. Uh, And, man... Just good, good times. Follow at Bethany L. Blanton from the Star Wars Report. And uh, if you're out at Celebration, you're tweeting around. Hashtag this one's for Steve or hashtag TOFS. I prefer this one's for Steve, but if you got if you got to make room, hashtag TOFS. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you subscribe to the podcast, we appreciate that. Those of you listening live, it's always fun. To hang out with you. Thank you guys so, so very much. We'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud.